Music was a little too loud in my head. God, my ears blown. That was for everyone, but welcome back to Average Sakes. Welcome back. Warning, oh. headphone users. Yeah, warning for first off, but welcome back to baseball. I want to be the first to congratulate Mil- Miggy Cabrera. I almost said Milky Cabrera. <laughs> Miggy Cabrera on 3K because he's going to hit it this time this podcast drops. So, yeah. congrats. F the Yankees for intentional walking in. Yeah. No, no, yes. no. Yes. Such, no. A, such a freaking Charmin Ultra Soft move. No. Charmin Ultra Soft. No, it was a highly competitive move. A lot of teams would have done the same thing. You play this game to win. You don't care about 3,000s hit, honestly. Congrats, Maggie, for accomplishing that, uh, but not against us. It's April. No game is competitive right now. Yeah, Every game no. matters. Every game fucking yeah. matters. Especially for that. the Yankees, who might be a fourth-place team. i'll take it all games matter room because i want to talk about a little incident we had with our padres over this past week we had the tommy fam versus luke voigt fight tommy fam were you there did you buy tickets to that no but was it on pay-per-view i would love to see it why why? Why do you want to see another man get injured? My boy Luke Voigt is going to demolish him. him. Would eat him for dinner. You don't care about the Muay Thai? He would. Luke Voigt is like Tyson Fury. Everybody knows over there that I get down. Eh, you don't get down. You man, get stabbed. For two years. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. 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 Man did absolutely nothing for two years, so I can agree to that. I can, and I love I also, how he kept hitting home runs, and Manny just shoved him back down in the dirt every time. He was like, he told Luke Boyd, he's like, yeah, I know a spot. I thought he was talking about Pacers low-key. <laughs> Could be well, a, the Padres came back match. and swept him. Like, that's how you want to answer the Tommy fans shit talk that he was talking, whatever, blah, blah, nonsense. It wasn't a dirty slide, first off. It was a clean slide. Luke Voigt's a big guy, and the catcher was in a really weird position. Mm-hmm. Like, he caught the ball and is leaning back. Luke Voigt had his hands up and then goes to protect himself. The catcher's in a weird spot, man. Catcher's not in, said a, in a spot for to take a, a slide, obviously. Like, he <sighs> thought Luke was just going to baby slide, I guess. I don't know. What when a heavy dude know. like that is sliding full speed, something bad is going to happen. I mean, that's it was literally a 240-pound linebacker p- plugging the hole. That was literally what it was. You're not getting in the way with that. Um, you got gear on, buddy. Sorry. Like, I understand. I'm low-key not going to feel bad for concussions, honestly. I, w- I won't feel bad for concussions. I seriously won't. So, maybe just be in a better position as a catcher. I don't really know. Um you can't really do anything there. Luke Voigt was literally midair when he was leaned, leaned into him. So if Tommy Pham thinks that's dirty, then maybe he should have played on like a team that, that wins because he's not going to see anything but dirty fans all year long in Cincinnati. <laughs> Speaking of fans, I love that you brought that up. The Oakland A's right now don't got any. Oh, no. They are dealing with a real problem over there in Oakland. Only they like 2,500 like people show 2, up. 2,700 people showed up. I mean, crazy. all right. There is a little background to that stat, though. 
the game was supposed to be at seven ten or six o'clock, whatever night game, and they had to move it up because it was supposed to be literally torrential downpours in at that time. So I mean, they moved it up within twenty four hour notice. That's how many fans showed up. Not an excuse, but that's what the situation was. So we got double A teams that are averaging more fans than that. I don't give a crap. I got a great idea, MLB. Let's move them to Vegas and let's run it up. Well, that's what the Oakland. That's what they're they were comparing it to. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the their AAA team is in Oakland, and the AAA team's in Vegas. You mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, Oakland is. So technically, they already have the property in Las Vegas to build the stadium. They can play at their minor league stadium for the years whatever leading up to the the big stadium being built but uh, obviously oakland is just dead raiders are gone a's are gone they, they can't get anyone to attend the games and i mean the a's have been competitive but obviously this this last offseason they are not competitive at all feel bad for marcate marcate is my guy um but maybe in two years when he's in vegas they got a competitive team again I mean, that makes the most sense. And I honestly think that's exactly what's going to (laughs) happen. That'd be dope if they moved to Vegas. Yeah, it makes total sense. Speaking of moving to Vegas, MLB has kind of announced, but talked about that in within three to five years that they are actually going to be expanding the league, multiple teams, expansion teams. How many? That's, I don't know how many, but. Well, they have to do at least two. Yeah, at least two. Yeah, obviously. What are other locations that you guys think that would be awesome to have a baseball team? Uh, I think Los Angeles might be good. <laughs> Get another one? What, dude? Nah. I would think nah. Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, I love Nashville. I think that is an awesome place. I visited there la- this time last year. Um, saw Vanderbilt, like the city, and right like next to the strip. They have their hockey team there. The Titans are a block away. Like, I think Nashville is the perfect city to have a baseball team. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be in a spot where there's a one team dominated, like, spot. Um, Nashville truly dominated by the Titans. That's, uh, I'm pretty sure their stadium is in Nashville, Tennessee. So, Um, but. Any other places, I don't think they should go to like some small marketplace and just try to grow. But what about Canada? Like, you know, we had one Toronto team. Montreal used to be a team in the big leagues. Yeah. Would you like to see another team out there? Yeah, I wouldn't mind Montreal. What about a team in Oregon? Oregon, no. Nice. Just too many rain delays, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Weather is kind of bad there. Yeah. Dome. But yeah, the Oregon Ducks got a good, good fan base. I feel like Oregonians would like a baseball team. Yeah, but I also feel Oregon, like the Oregon Ducks, have been a, like a known like school for a long time. I feel like if that there was like growth there, a team maybe would have jumped at that. But Oregon definitely runs Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I really don't know. I think we named a couple. Like I think Vegas and Nashville, Vegas, obviously Nashville. the 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 front runners makes literally the most sense. Nashville, I think Tennessee is a big baseball state. If I'm being dead ass, yeah. Um, I oh, mean, yeah. Vanderbilt is a huge baseball school forever. 
and I think they would love baseball. I mean, this is just another way to grow the game. You get some kids in those areas, and look, I want to be like him, you know, get some local heroes out there. That's that's really how you grow this game, and that's smart about MLB saying that uh, three to five years they want a couple more teams because – they need to hop on and just start growing. They have so much money in this sport. It's insane. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, football has 32. MLB only has 30. So one, two. I would like to see two or four teams. That would be actually kind of cool. Four would be a lot. Maybe Indiana. They got the Colts and the Pacers don't have a baseball team. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. That's not a bad one. Pretty late. There you go. There's four destinations right there for you, MLB. All right. Charlotte, North Carolina. That thing just changed my mind instantly. The Mets are the first team in the MLB to 10 wins, and they're doing it without Jacob DeGrom. And that's kind of crazy to say. <laughs> <laughs> It's so well, that is really crazy because you think of DeGrom, how good he is. Um, and you can't ever think DeGrom's gonna be worse than he was last year because he never will be. He'll always be better than he was last year. He's he's been like that the last like five years, I feel like. He's always just gotten better as he's gotten older. He ages just like wine. Um, but yeah, the Mets pretty good. Francisco Lindor is raking the ball right now raking Eduardo Escobar yeah. they signed to um, help them out in every position he plays like all over the field but third base for them he's absolutely killing it 318 and 13 games played 12 walks 12 strikeouts I mean hey as long as you walk as much or more than you strike out that's pretty nice well I mean and like Tyler McGill has just filled the the hole of Jacob deGrom seamlessly it feels like their pitching has been outstanding cookie Carrasco have him in fantasy lights out today really pitching absolutely unreal this season so far so I mean hey Mitch if you could keep that shit up keep it up it's a long season but as long as you got Max Scherzer dealing. We've James seen this Trump show before. We've seen this rodeo before. We, we have. I mean, they started out very nice last year. First place for a very long time. It's not even making playoffs. They're already four games up on second place. The rest of the division has been trash. Well, the Braves did have a series versus the Padres and the Dodgers. I mean, I can't say anything because the Mets just played the Giants and beat up on them. I think they took three out of four games. I can't wait to see this, how the season kind of unfolds and who the big dogs are because I love to hear some new names in there. The Mets, uh, Padres, the Rockies. Speaking of the Rockies, yeah, the Rockies. Go, Roman. Holy yeah. shit. What? They're trading places with the Giants this year. No, That's don't you dare what? say that. Don't you oh, dare yeah. say that. Oh, yeah, no, buddy. No, no. We thought the Giants were going to come back. No, it's the Rockies now. No, we didn't think the Giants were going to come back. We were looking out for it, though. <laughs> we are like, hey, you can't knock them out because we knocked them out last year and they did what they did. 
I mean, CJ Crone is absolutely killing his six homers, but they've played a lot of games at home already. Like they had the early success versus Dodgers at home. I've seen the Rockies do this before too. Yeah, I they're, definitely they're good for about a month. Falling off. <laughs> I mean, Connor for- Joe has been their second best player. Connor Joe batting three forty nine in eleven games for them. I just wonder how good they'd be if, if maybe they had uh like Nolan Arenado or Trevor Story. I wonder. It's, yeah, it's yeah. weird. It, it would be super weird if they had one of the best infielders to play for them in a while. I mean, it, those guys just like disappeared. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. It's poof. Speaking of a guy who disappeared for a while, Justin Verlander underwent Tommy John was out two seasons shoving he's now. starting this season absolutely on fire oh yeah he is shoving really i i don't really want to say anything but i kind of <laughs> felt so? this one coming yeah, did you i drafted him in fantasy felt pretty good i mean he has a 0.69 era 15 k's and two starts six nine whip as well so Six nine point six nine. Oh, I thought you said six point nine. I was like, that is terrible. Point six nine versus Seattle. His last start went eight innings, had eight K's, three hits, no walks. Damn, shoved. Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming in hit in his first season in his first games coming back from Tommy John. So that's absolutely wild. Who else is doing good right now? Um, I really liked Hunter Green of the Reds. I mean, we were talking down on him, but we didn't get to see him versus oh. Dodgers. But he shoved versus Dodgers, broke a record for most hundred mile an hour throws by a starting pitcher in a game with like thirty nine. Hunter Green. Hunter Green of the Reds. Yes. Who did Otani like have the old one? I I don't know who had the old one, but it was like seven. I think it was a Tawny. Well, it's a hard record to break right there. I don't know, but Matt Olson is hitting 400. Yeah, Matt Olson has blinked in going to his hometown for the Braves. And I don't think Braves fans have blinked with the Freddie Freeman hole. Like, I mean, yeah, they played the Dodgers and Freddie kind of beat up on them, but that's what I would love one of my teams that I rooted for to just say, fuck it. We're not going to rebuild. We're just going to reload. Yeah. And he's up there with doubles too. Not only hits he's tied in the league in hits, but is second tied for second in doubles. So he's absolutely raking right Only two ribbies though, but Braves have been losing games. So he's been a one man team feels like. Speaking of ribbies, Jose Ramirez has 20 ribbies right now. Batting averages of 426, <laughs> killing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love that. It's on my fantasy team. That is kind of weird, though, Shane, that you point out Olsen, two, only two ribbies, only has two homers. So they've only been two solo shot. Dang. Yeah. He's a one man wrecking crew right now. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's kind of wild. But, um, a surprise name that's up there. I know we talked about. Jose, CJ Crone, Matt Olson is Seha Suzuki, man. Oh, yeah. He looks Padre. like the steal of the offseason. And the Padres almost had him. Almost. The Padres almost had everyone. I'm saying almost. <laughs> almost had yeah. Well, you want to know what the deciding factor was? Padres 
starting pitcher, you Darvis, on how wonderful Chicago is. What a what an asshole, man. What an mm. asshole. Wonder how wonder how wonderful San Diego is. He gave he told Seiya that Chicago was lit or what? Yeah. Oh dang, that sucks. Say he came to San Diego to meet with you, Darvish, uh, uh-huh. right before he signed, and uh-huh. everyone was like, "Oh, he's signing the Padres. He's signing the Padres." There's a leaked rumor from Japan that was like, "Oh, he's going to the Padres." Everyone's hype, and then he's like, posts that weird ass picture on a story, and then all of a sudden, boom, he signs with the Cubs. I read an article today by John Heyman. You Darvish was the deciding factor in that, basically telling him how good Chicago is. Damn, that That's sucks. And then if 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 Chicago didn't sign him, the Rays were two million dollars under the Cubs, and he would have he was going to the Rays. So we weren't even close then. We were probably third. Damn. We him though. I'm pretty sure to what he got. He got like ten well, because we spent. 500% extra on Kim, our international money's gone. Kim's doing pretty well, though. Can't knock the kid. I would love to say well. Suzuki, though. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, 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 right. I wonder what our combined outfield average is. I don't take out Profar. Take no, out Profar. Profar is not even, I mean, he's had a couple good homers, but he's still batting like a 268. Yeah. That's what he's going to do, though. Yeah, I know. Fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine, fine. with pimping a couple homers. I'm worried play. about the other two guys who play every single day and get every day at bats. I think they're probably combined like a 150, maybe. Can't hit the backside of a barn. Their approach has just been backwards. Like I didn't want to spend too much time on the Padres in general, but Will Myers in they're trying to work at bats and Trent Grisham. They're trying to work at bats, but it's just not seeming to work. They're taking the good pitches, getting rang up on close pitches, and then getting pissed off. And I feel like pitchers know it too. They always throw them the first pitch strikes, and they never swing at it. Yeah, like we need, we kind of need to separate our guys in the whole at bat situation. Like, not our whole team needs to take pitches. I know Trent Griffin is very good at it. I'm, I'm okay with giving him that because. He, I think, is really good at it. But will I need to start chasing them first pitch fastballs, bro? Start yeah, because I, especially him, I feel like they throw one down the pipe to Will every time. He just the swing is so on. pretty when it's on. Just yeah, let's. Well, go. he is starting to at least come. Welcome to the season, Will Myers is Grisham. I still need his welcome to twenty twenty two scene. Might have been the rob the home run. Yeah, but- I was gonna say that rob might have been it. <laughs> It, it would definitely I need the bat a little bit. Yeah. But, hey, and one thing about the Padres, no errors? Are you kidding me? Yeah, the first team with no errors. <laughs> That's lit. That's Ta- so lit. Tatis doesn't play, and we, we have, have no, no errors. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has a lot Wild. to do with Hosmer, too, man. He's making some good plays out there. He has Very true. Okay, but Hosmer, like, first baseman's low-key have it a little easy because any bad throw, any throw in the dirt is on the thrower, like, automatically on the thrower. So the first baseman's of the job is to pick everything. You have to be able to pick every single ball in the dirt, no matter where it's at. In your six-foot radius, you need to be able to get to everything. But that's called saving errors. We don't have them because he's been catching them. Yeah, but, you know, the one man he don't got to worry about, Manny Manny Machado. Machado. 
Absolutely. MVP this man run. is on a tear right now, ladies and gentlemen. And MVP I just run. want to say this first. Yes, he is going for the MVP. He knows he has to put so much in right now because Tatis is not the one, two punch is not there. Voight hasn't came around yet. And I, I'm going to hold off on Voight to, for at least another series. But <laughs> um, I did. I was getting into Tatis coming back and Manny. That's going to mean so much if Manny could keep this up right now. He's absolutely raking second hey. in hits. Like he's. I hope he doesn't slow know. down when Tatis comes back. I hope Can't. he steps it up even more. Yep. I hey, I said it. Going to get better pitches. I said it when, whenever we're making our preseason pod, Manny Machado needs to step up, be the leader of this team, and he's to for the Padres to be good and win, make playoffs. He has to be MVP caliber. And what is he doing at the moment? He's playing MVP baseball, and it's it feels nice. You know, this is kind of why you expect when casual baseball fans hear three hundred million dollars to one player, they're expecting him to be the best player in the whole world. And then now he's it's. I mean, it's taken him about four years, but I will sit through the agony and pain of the four years to experience like the the the, the good in the, the consistent MVP. baseball. Yeah. I need the one. I need. Yeah. I can experience all the bad in the world for yep. one thing in this life. Yeah, a ring. Yeah, that's it. All we're a chasing, baby. That's it. But um, I think I think Manny is starting to realize, like he's looking around the clubhouse. I mean, I'm sure he's done this, but he's looking around like. Oh, I, I'm that dude. I have this. To, is his team. They have to follow me, and some he he seems to me as he's a lead by example type of player. He yeah. may be vocal, but he doesn't really show on the field too much. I, I think he's he's done his fair share of this over this the, the past seasons. I think the guy who's finally adding barks to the bite is Eric Cosmer. I think he's tried to be the leader, but hasn't been fully able to be because of the actions on the field, obviously. But now. We're finally vibing like this team is excited. Like they could win without Tatis. That was such a huge problem last year was everything went wrong when Tatis was not on the field. Like the team had no energy. They were lifeless. Like this pitching staff has been absolutely amazing. And the lineup has, it's been working. Yeah. There's been kinks. There's rough days, rough patches. You're going to go against a guy who's on like baseball is a sport of if you're on or you're not on, it's so much hot and cold. There's such a long season. So many things that happen. Padres need to stay on for a month. One more month. How to handle adversity. One more month. Hey, if, if we see the kid in the field already. So give <laughs> one more month, man. And I think it's helping that Tatis got hurt in the beginning of the year and we're starting off without him because I feel like if he got hurt in the middle of the season again, it would have been round two what happened last year. It's instantly going to be like we traded for a superstar because once his bat is back in the lineup, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, Yeah, and we've been advocates about Bob Melvin this whole offseason and starting to show he manages games so well. Jace Tingler was a very run by analytics type of dude. So our pitchers would get to the sixth inning, you know, and oh, pull him. We got to get him out. We need to go to the bullpen. Bob Melvin is a little bit old school in that sense where this guy is shoving. Let's see how long he can shove for. Like if you can sense how you guys are getting tired or he's leaving balls up or something, good. You take him out and you get on to the next batter. But Jace Tingler had no feel for any of that. And that is literally a huge difference between last year and this year. And it's literally only been 14 games. 
And the Padres have an absolute sneaky weapon of the bullpen this year. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Steve Wilson has been electric. He's a rookie pitcher. I talked about him a little bit last year at the end of the year when I think we needed some arms, but he was he was great last year for the uh, for the Padres minor league team. He has been phenomenal. Struck out 11 out of his first 22 batters he's faced this season. 50% K rate? Fire. Fire. Yeah. And this guy has been his go-to out of the pen. Like, if we're in a sticky situation or we need a new, fresh arm, like, it's been Bob's go-to. And, hey, man, if he could keep it up, I'm absolutely ecstatic at that because he's been lights out over the course of the season so far. So. So far, so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. Shout out to Rogers. Taylor Rogers doing his thing too. Oh, yes. Saving us. Um, yeah. why am I why am I so much more confident when he's on the mound than I am Mark Melanson? Like I don't know why either, but I feel lit when Rogers comes on the mound. Like Mark led the league in saves last year, and I was still sketch every time he's out there on the mound. Like Taylor Rogers, yeah. I feel very confident oh, he's gonna get like, the job done. It felt like Mark was a was effective because of the sticky stuff. I think that's why we were so nervous most of the second half of the seasons because the cutter didn't really work towards the end. The fastball didn't have juice. You know, his changeup floated. I think that was a real reason why we didn't bring him back. Like, yeah, we had luck of one year, but it, it luck runs out, man. Like, the pitches aren't going to be AKA Rockies, AKA Giants. <laughs> well... Moving on to this weekend, the Padres have their biggest matchup of the season so far. Los Dodgers. Padres versus Dodgers, three-game set, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Julio Urias versus Nick Martinez start off Friday. This is the time for the Padres to turn it up. And I said I wanted to hold off on Voight for the next series because this is the series he goes off. He feels... The pressure in this series. This is the biggest. This is Yankees. Red <clears throat> like this is what those games boil down to. Electric moments, game saving catches. It's it was all year last year. The this series brings moments. The Padres swept in the middle of the last year, and they get swept second half of the year. Like this series is always electric for the last couple of years. I know we're missing Tatis. They're missing Bauer. So it's even playing fields to me. Padres got to step up because I think we will. This Dodgers Dude. team, no ifs, ands, or buts, that it's good. And the way we making... played against the Braves and the way they played against the Braves, this is going to be a real battle. You, this is, these are just the games where who can find that extra gear, you know? Yeah. It's early in the season, so none of none of these guys should really be too tired, especially if the Padres are going to day off uh, yesterday or mm-hmm. today. Um, but it's going to be great. Um, we kind of have the back end of our pitching staff going against um, theirs, but uh, I'm excited to see how Nick Martinez does. They have a lot of lefties in that lineup, so I don't know how. I mean, it's the back of <clears> – excuse me. It's the back of our lineup just for game one. It's our fifth starter, and we got you and Sean. So it's going to be nice. And I think the Dodgers have a bullpen day because they scratched Andrew Heaney, who 
has been electric so far to start the year, which I don't know what the fuck that came from because that pisses me off. He was so bad last year. Well, Sunday's going to be lit. Kershaw, Manea. Yeah, that's going to be lit. Lefty matchup Sunday. He's had the most fun watching Sean this year. Yeah. I love when he's on the mound. I think so, too. Sean's been electric so far. Um, I'm going to need Nick. Nick to have a nice game to start us off, man. It's, it's hey, he got he got kind of roughed around against the Giants that one game, but he settled down and pitched nicely. I don't yeah. I don't have time for settling down. <laughs> Dodgers rake. If you're if you come in a little rattled, yeah, you're giving off six in the first, and I'm pissed off. Yep. So do not come in rattled. Come in ready because this is real shit. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They have a lot of lefties who literally bang. They're the best hitters on their team are lefties. They have like one righty, like thinking of Mookie Betts, who literally is bang. So uh, Mookie Betts has been like a one. It's slacking to start the year. He's like, yeah. he, he fucking won MVP. I don't care. <laughs> Cody Bellinger, what the hell is going on with that guy? He's doing really good. Guy can he hit now. All a, of a sudden, found a swing. All of a sudden, looking nice, fucking roping balls. You know what? It's time for Will Myers to do that then. Because they have the same exact spring. I'm gonna hit hearing that name. Shit. Now it's time to turn on the Jets. And I do hope that Mookie does not make a diving catch because that would be shitty. I see that Liddy play every Oh, my God. Day. Every time we play the Dodgers, he makes the diving catch. Every single day I see that play just go through. <laughs> I see that play in my mind 24-7. And also the Cody <laughs> Bellinger, Rob Tucky, Homer. Those plays replay in my mind when I think of the Dodgers. Mookie Betts makes a catch. But yeah, I remember. I also remember AJ Pollock throwing out. Um, I want to say it's was it Grisham? Or it was Grisham twice. Yep. Man, yeah. Hate the Dodgers. There's been some games with the Dodgers where it comes down the line, and I think we got outmanaged. This is finally our time to outmanage the Dodgers. Like, that's what it went down to. The Dodgers beat up on us for a long time. We also had the worst managers in the league, top five, for the last five years. Not this year. Not this year. And I'm glad that Jay Singler put in a great word for Emilio Pagan and Chris Paddock and gave us Trevor or Taylor Rogers. So yeah, glad. he put in the most fantastic word. They must have He's- yeah, because Chris Paddock is shit in bed right now. God, see him fall yeah. on oh, uh, his first start of the year versus Dodgers. Yeah, He's trying to make the field play trips and trips over himself. Yeah, I saw that. That's hilarious. Kind of funny. Uh, wish you were in the UPS colors, huh, buddy? <laughs> he, I mean, he definitely wishes he was in San Diego. <laughs> Minnesota got to be a shithole, man. Oh yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Pablo Lopez of the Marlins. Damn, don't I say that. Haven't. Don't say that. That's I literally traded been. him in fantasy. <laughs> Dude, 17 innings, 0.52 ERA, leads the league, best pitcher so far. You guess who I oh. trade him for? Who? Somebody bad. AJ Pollock and Mike Clevenger. Oh, jeez. I haven't seen one inning Forever. of both of those guys on my team. <laughs> He's been one of the best pitchers in the league. Yep, might have been a might have been an AJ Preller trade in my end, to be honest. <laughs> I really like it. 
Um, Madblum hasn't been too bad either. That's kind of a surprise to see his numbers up here. Number eight. Um, I was shocked when I saw 92 back on the, the radar gun. Guy's been throwing 80 poo the last three years, and all of a sudden, 92? All of a sudden, God. Yeah. Check him for stickies there. No, Madison Bumgarner is so fire because that guy puts on a fake name and goes ride rodeos. Yeah, goes and rides. Does he really? Yes. Yes. The name he he is a full-on cowboy, bro. He puts a fake alias. And, and he... He enters rodeos and he literally no rides. No way. <laughs> Is that I why swear. He got hurt a couple of years ago, when his last season on the Giants or whatever. Damn, that's pretty sick. I'm pretty sure he was riding rodeos or dirt bikes or something like that. I can't remember. Dirt bikes. That's crazy. He broke his ankle. Something like that. Some funny business that he shouldn't be doing during the season. Since we're talking about fantasy players, Kevin Gosman has been shoving for me. Oh, Jesus. That's Got 22 strikeouts on the year. On me on the end of the year. His name is <laughs> Madison Barner's fake name is Mason Sanders. Mason Sanders. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. And yeah, he won. He won a rodeo once. Really? <laughs> Dude. He's got a belt buckle and show for it? You would imagine sure. seeing this guy pull up to Lakeside Rodeo. <laughs> I can all nonchalant. Dude, don't yeah. walk around here like you're not Madison Bumgarner. What are you doing? <laughs> don't, don't walk around here and not act like you're not a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, don't say that. My name is not Madison. I'm Mason. <laughs> don't say that. Um, anything else you guys want to wrap up on before we head on out of here? It's been 14 games in the MLB, and I'm hooked. And I am hooked. You feeling good? How's that 162 feeling in the back of your mind? 162 oh, games, we're 14 in, 150-something, 140-something. I'm left. sinking into my chair. Love watching it. Shout out Rick Profarth, tied for third in MLB home runs. Already tied his total from last 162 year. games last season. So shout out him. If you watch our last pod, if you watched our last pod, I was wrong about Rick Profar. He did train with Tatis, confirmed. Yes, he did. And if you haven't watched our last podcast, go ahead and give that a listen, man. That was awesome. Was hilarious. Um, Shani and Cody are gonna have to do the hot dog contest. Yeah, 10, 10, and 9, buddy. Good luck. Delicious. Good luck. Shout out Malaya for making an appearance. Yeah, yep, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out, shout out yeah. Bailey. That was the best part of the pod. <laughs> no. Um, I want to give a shout out before we end the podcast. San Diego boy Nick Allen with his first major league base hit. Double nice double. Down the line. Yeah. Hey, if you're out in Oakland, we were talking shit about the fans, but go watch our boy Nick, man. This yeah. man is going to be out there all season long. Stud playing baseball. So guys have beef, been a beast PSP. forever. SD kid. SD kid PSP. Let's go. Nothing wrong with being average, boys. Hey, don't steal my line. Nothing wrong. Nothing with wrong with being average. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. All right. Peace out, boys. Go Steelers. Steelers? Steelers, dude. <laughs> what the, f- the hell?